Welcome to the Defend the Fort podcast, brought to you by the Fort A. State University Alumni Association. Hey, Tiger fans. Wow. You've outdone yourself. The largest fundraising campaign in university history was a huge success. Not only did the Journey campaign reach their ambitious five-year goal of $100 million, they surpassed it by $12 million, and they couldn't have done it without all of you. So on behalf of Tiger Nation, Thank you for your generosity and for changing the lives of deserving students at Fort Hayes State. Go Tigers! Lopers win the opening tap. They're shooting two hour left. We are next to the Tiger bench here courtside of the Health and Sports Center. We're on the opposite side of where we've used to be in this building, and the Tigers are on the bench across from where they used to be. Three-pointer missed by Carney. Nebuchadnezzar the offensive rebound. In low to Luger. Kick out to Simmental, and he hits a three. Tigers do not get the rebound after a missed three, and then the Lopers hit a three, and they have the 3 nothing lead. So again, right on track. They're 50 percent from beyond the arc that's been the biggest story they're running a little bit different offense playing some better shooters and they have been really good for beyond the arc right double team dumps it down low to Vixton Jarrett's never won in his sixth attempt here drive by right into the lane flips it out to Hammocky seven to shoot Caleb to the foul line floats and misses the 15 footer it's rebounded by Nebaker for the Lopers he'll quickly bring it up the far right sideline as he's picked up by Biotne Janschen Nebaker the four second leader in assists in the MIAA this year. He's a unique player. Has it out high. 15 to shoot. Near wing to Simmental. Another three. That one's no good. Rebound fought for and it's taken away. Murphy over Pichel. Another rebound and a missed three. Now Nebaker from 15. He can't score and it's rebounded by Carney. Saved by Luger. Shot no good. Fitzdom rebounds. Mark Johnson barking at his team to grab that basketball. 3-0 Lopers. We played a minute and a half. Here's Vichdom top of the key. Dumps it far side to Gabe. Pichel wraps it down low on the baseline to Biadne Janschen. Had a huge game his last time out. B trying to post up. Spins, and they're going to call him for a charge. Yeah. Lower to shoulder. Got into him. And with all these long jumpers and three-pointers that Nebraska Carney's taking, these guys got to remember long rebounds yes. come because of that. Let's go ahead real, real quick. Pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Fort Hay State basketball. 3-0 Carney. They try a cross-court pass that went to nobody, but it's saved by Sean Evans. Now Simmental, whose sister's on the women's team, plays it to Nebaker, was open for three, doesn't shoot it. He'll dribble it out to the left wing. Time of the key to Simmental. A deep guarded three, missed it over right, and it's rebounded by Janschen. Out ahead to Hamaki. Tigers want to run. They're down three to nothing. Right on the right wing, out high to Janschen. Look left, dribbles, now plays it right wing to Hamaki. Caleb gets a screen from B. In low to Janschen, trying to post up on Evans. Spins on the low block, and he's fouled. They're going to say Evans got inside that cylinder that personal space, if you will, and draws his first foul and the first of the game on Carney. Seems like that once you get down to the post, that that personal space should almost go away. Really, there's <laughs> not like, a lot where, of space where, to begin with. Where are they going to go? <laughs> Inbound out, Heidi Janssen plays it to Vitzdom, hands it off to Nige Wright. He's been on a roll here as of late. Nige wraps it to Vitzdom in the top of the circle. He'll blast down the lane, spins around two lopers and flips it in with the left hand. Jared Vitzdom with his first points, 3-2 Carney. And we played a little over two, a little over two and a half minutes here in the game. Nebaker 
On the left wing to Murphy, dribbles to the foul line, flips it out to Luger for a deep two. It clanks no good. Rebound tipped out. It's taken away by the Lopers. Another offensive rebound. Nebaker down the lane. A floater rims off. Pichel had it knocked away, but he hangs on to it eventually after the bounce, and it's grabbed by the Tigers. Now Pichel up the floor to the rim. He'll lay it in with the left hand. Gabe Pichel able to drive in and transition. Fort A State scored four in a row. They lead four to three. So Pichel nearly gave up an offensive rebound, then he gets a layup. Thank goodness Carney is shooting awful, one of eight in this game. Otherwise, this is, this is an early blowout. Here's a three that misses by the Lopers. They're struggling from three. Hambaki the rebound. Tigers put the ball up by one. Caleb off a screen, down the lane, gets it on the baseline to Pichel, flips it out to right. Nigel to Pichel, wide open left corner, three, too strong. And the rebound to Sean Murphy for Nebraska Carney. They're in white. Blue numbers and lettering, Lopers arched across the chest. Tigers in black, white letters, gold trim, Fort A. State in black lettering. Here's a three from Luger. It's online but short. Carney starts one of five from three today. We mentioned they've been well over 50% in a lot, really, since the Christmas break. But so far today, they're struggling. Here's Nige right out high. Plays it up top to Vinston, back to Nige between the circles. Nige gets fouled as he tried to drive to the rim. He got bumped by Murphy. As he tried to turn the corner, Murphy reached out and grabbed him. That's two on Carney. Pichel out, and coming in for four-day state is Elijah Nanabu. I'm sure that uh, Nige's okay with that foul, but that's also one he'd probably rather have not called because he was gone. That was an easy layup. It's probably a good foul because I think uh, Evans may have known that. Tigers with the ball. They're up by one, 15.45 to go here until halftime. Nanabu on the right wing, picks his dribble up, now fires it out high to right, gets a screen from Vitstam, Nige to the left wing, he'll launch a three, and it goes in. Nige right buries the three, he's shooting 44%, Wright has now hit 13 of his last 20 over a six-game stretch, seven straight for the Tigers, they lead seven to three. He was guarded, there was another defender there, and he shot over the screen, How about didn't that? matter. Lopers with the ball, they'll kick it out high. A Sean Murphy three, pinballs around and goes in. He's one of their poorer three-point shooters. He's just four for 20, and he's the one who knocked it in. Seven to six, go figure. Well, kind of the shotgun approach, right? You scatter enough, sometimes you hit your target. <laughs> 15 minutes to go, first half. Tigers with the ball up by one. Here's Vitstam. He's never won in this building, and he's being held by David Simmental. The crowd Ooh, doesn't man. like it. Official... David Dugan says it's a foul. We have a timeout. As Jeff Ampirian will check in. There's 14.56 to play first half. Tigers lead the Lopers 7-6 on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Our first half presented by Bud Light for the fans. Enjoy an ice-cold Bud Light today and remember to drink responsibly. Tiger basketball also presented by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, and compassion all right here. The Hayes Orthopedic Institute, they're the official team physicians for Fort A State Athletics. Nigel right on the right baseline, inbounds to Hamperian. Into Vitstam, left of the lane. Jared trying to back in on Murphy. Spins to his left, and he lays it in. Jared Vitstam with four, all right at the rim. Tigers on top, nine to six. They had a four-point lead a moment ago. Now they're up by three with 14.38 to play. Fort A State trying to end an eight-game losing streak here in Kearney. They're just seven and 22 all time here at the Health and Sports Center. This has been about as difficult a place for Fort A State to win as anywhere. Here's a screen out high for Simmental. He'll attack again, get to the rim, float it up and in. 
The CSU Pueblo transfer with five of the Lopers, eight, nine to eight. Four-day State's lead trimmed down to one. We've played right at six minutes. Here's right between the circles over to Nanabu on the left wing. Back out high to Vitstam. Here's Quinton Rockin out of that timeout. He'll baseball a pass to Nanabu. Dribbles along the left baseline out to Vitstam. A long two-pointer. In and out, no good. Rebound foot for They're going to call Hampirian for a push. That'll be the first on Jeff. That'll be team foul number two. And it goes back to the Lopers. Chance for them to retake the lead. They hit a three after a missed three. They're just... Three for 12 to start this game and two of six from beyond the arc. Tigers by one. Carney with the ball. Simmental off a screen. Wraps it to Nebaker who dribbles it off his foot and Man, knee and out of bounds. That was a layup. That was a beautiful play. It really wasn't a great pass because it was down at the knees and it goes out of bounds. That's the first turnover on the Lopers. Each team with one. Fort A. State got theirs on an offensive foul called against Bionne Anshin. Right up the floor, plays it over to Rock, who had a pass go right through his fingertips. He took his eye off it, and the Tigers have their second turnover. Here comes Nebaker, kicks it out to Parker Bading, who buries a three, 47% from beyond the arc. He was four of six in their loss to Missouri Southern here last Saturday, and the Lopers lead 11-9. They're on a 5 to nothing run. Kind of see why the four player on this team has so many assists. He just gets the yeah. rebound, pushes the issue, then kicks out for the threes. Tigers down by a bucket. Here's Vitstam in low, posting up, and can't score through some contact. Good low post D by Sean Evans, and the Lopers have it. Evans got the rebound. He'll bring it up the floor. Backs it out between the circles. Plays it on the far side to Murphy. Now to batting. Parker batting out of Carroll, Iowa. Kemper Catholic High School. Time of the key. It goes to Simmental. Played at CSU Pueblo. Been to several schools on his journey. Here's a drive by Nebaker. Tough shot in traffic that misses. Nanabu the rebound. He's going to start the break. Elijah into the front court. Flips it over to right. Nigel to Hampirian. Bobbles. Gets to the rim. Can't score on the reverse layup, but he got pushed and fouled and will get two free throws. He kind of bobbled the pass. That made him have to come through on a reverse layup, but it also was probably one of the reasons there was a foul. As Luger wanted to check in, and Ed Shigaro says, nope, we got a free throw first. A foul is on Nebaker. That'll be his first personal. So Elijah Nanabu, who's a perfect six for six, excuse me, uh, Jeff Ampirian, who's 16 of 19 from the line this year, will shoot two. He's 72% throughout his career, and he misses that one. Career includes Youngstown State for three years. Still 11-9 Lopers, 12-20 to go here in the first half. Hampirian bends the knees and misses this one off the back rim. So Jeff Hampirian misses two in a row, and you may have heard Mark Johnson, those were line drives out of his hands and never really had a chance. Gilbert Peters now heading to the scores table. There's a pass down low to Nebaker. Tries to drive on Hamperian. Now into a double team. Kicks it over to Semitol. They work it around the perimeter. Here's a three-pointer from Evans that clanks off. And a rebound by Rock. He threw it into traffic, and Vixtum saved it. Quick hands there by Quentin Rock to grab the rebound. Here come the Tigers down by two. Hammock, he blasts to the basket, and he kisses it off the glass with the right hand. First bucket for Caleb. Mark Johnson this week says he's as athletic as anybody in the conference in the open court. And it's hard to argue with that statement. <laughs> with that move, you're Man. exactly right. There's a pass, a little push on Fitzdom. Man, they're calling that. Now, they said he need him. 
Funny, may have got him for a little shove with the well, waist, he, but Vincent gets his first. He did shove him a little bit, but not with the knee. No. My goodness. So Vincent gets his first. He'll come out. Gilbert Peters is in. Also, Biatne Janshin back in. It'll be a short night for the Man, post players. If that's the case, yes. 11 to 11. Now, B got pushed to the deck. Nebaker grabs the inbound. He's guarded by Hamakey. Mismatch there. He stops the drive. They'll kick it over here to Murphy. Now they'll kick it up top to Batting. Actually, that was uh, Evans over here in the near wing. Murphy's on the bench. Here's a drive by Ham- by a Semental. He gets cut off. Fadeaway jumper no good. Nebaker, the offensive rebound, and throws it off the foot of the Tigers. But four-day state, that is now five offensive rebounds for Nebraska Kearney today. And these stats have been a little bit behind, yeah. so probably number might six. Might be more, you're right. Now it's Sugaro and Tyler Burroughs are going to discuss something. Well, they're talking about the shot clock. Okay. Did, did the was sh- original a- shot hit the rim, I think, is what the conversation was. They're going to put 19 on the clock. There we go. So it was a possession change, but a second pounded off. Evans the inbound right baseline for the Lopers, just avoids a five count. Gets it out high to Simmental. Simmental out high, guarded by Hamaki, gets a screen, dribbles to his left, now attacks the lane. Hamaki recovers, stops the drive. Now to Luger from the left elbow, he misses, and Quentin Rock has his second rebound of the game. Cue into the front court. Tigers tied at 11. We played 11 minutes. Here's Janssen out high. Holds it high, looks in low for Peters. Now to Rock. Gilbert comes out, catches the top of the key. To Nanabu, head of the circle. Over to Janssen. Wraps a pass in low to Peters. Catches in low. Little pump fake, and he scores it off the backboard. Nice find by Janssen. Gilbert Peters has his first basket, and Fort A. State has scored four in a row. They're back on top, 13-11. to 11. What a nice patient move from Gilbert Peters. Never got on one foot, stayed on two the entire time. Mark Johnson mentioned after the game, some of the bigs have been trying to just shoot it too quickly instead of gathering themselves in the paint. We saw a good product there, and it's a basket. Here's Simmental off a screen, cut off by Peters, wraps it in the lane. It's stolen by Fort A. State. Couldn't tell if it was Hamiki or Janssen who got it. Either way, it's the Tigers basketball. Here's Janssen, hands it off to Rock, in low to Peters. He's got an advantage on on Simmental, excuse me, that is uh, Nebaker, and Nebaker fouls him on the pump fake. It'll be two free throws for Peters, and Darian Nebaker at 14 points a game has his second foul, and we're not even 10 minutes in. Our first half is presented by Bud Light for the fans. Enjoy an ice-cold Bud Light today, but please drink responsibly. That was the most subtle fake shot that I think Peters has ever given because he never really even pump faked. The dude nice. just jumped into the air, and Peters jumped into him to get the foul. It was the thought of a pump fake. <laughs> I guess Gilbert, got him. Gilbert Peters hammers home the first free throw. Sean Murphy back in for the Lopers. Austin Luger back in. Nebaker will leave. Tigers are up 14-11. to 11. They make this free throw. It'll match their biggest lead here in this first half, and they do. It's swished in there. So Fort A. State up by four once again with 10.08 to go and a couple of free throws from Gilbert Peters. Tigers 2-4 from the line. Here's batting guarded by Rock. Two excellent three-point shooters going at each other there. Luger, top of the key to Evans. He'll dribble to the right wing. Cut off by Hamakey. Now on the far side to, to Evans. Little jab step. Top of the key to Luger. Three over Peters. Rattles short. Carney just three of nine from three. But then the ball taken away by Murphy. And a three from batting is perfect. Fort A. State just wasn't strong enough with the basketball. And it's 15-14. to 14. They had it and then just could not hold on to it. And, boy, batting is a marksman, isn't he? Two for two today, 47% from three this year coming into the game. Here's Hamaki cut off by Luger on the low block, kicks it out to Nanabu, back to Hamaki on the side. Four-day state, 
one of two from beyond the arc. There's eight or nine to shoot. Hamicky drives on Luger, floats too strong off the glass. Rebound is fought for. This is going to be a tie-up. It'll be Tiger basketball. It was uh, Luger and Janssen battling for it. Fort A State will have it out of the timeout. Tigers up by one, 15-14 over Kearney. 9.08 to go until halftime. We will take the break on the Tiger Sports Network. Fort A State basketball brought to you by Adams Brown. They do more than just run numbers and file tax returns. They work hard to become strategic allies. Adams Brown, strategic allies. And CPAs, boy, offensive rebound and keeping the Lopers in this thing right now. Six offensive rebounds, six second-chance points. They've scored on two of those offensive rebounds on kickout threes. IG right to inbound, right baseline. He's back in there, gets it to Janssen, who hands it back to right. Now Bitstam heads to the scorer's table. Hamakeen, Nanabu, Janssen, Peters, and Nige Wright. Gilbert's got four off the bench. Up top to right, looks in low, can't get it to Peters. Over to Janssen, he'll drive in from the right wing, spins into two defenders, muscles one up, it's too strong. Rebound, Elijah Nanabu for Fort A State. Out high to right. Tigers get an offensive board. Now Nige attacks, gets to the rim, and he'll lay it in. He got around Winston Cook. Nige right with five in the quarter, or in the half. It's 17-14, Fort A State. Boy, Nige is playing well, so under control, so unassuming. But he's been playing very, very well. He had 16 in the win on Monday in St. Joe against Missouri Western. Seminole out high. Guarded by Wright, comes off the screen, picked up by Janssen. Now they'll flip it up top to Winston Cook. There's five to shoot. He'll throw it in the corner. It's knocked out by Hamaki. They were trying to throw it in the left corner to Evans, and Caleb knocked it away as Vitsdom will come in for Janssen, who got a foul early in the game. Tigers trying to massage that foul trouble. He played 31 minutes, season high on Monday. Inbound to batting. Pump fakes, off-balance three, missed it. And it goes out of bounds. He was he shot that off one foot. He just had to launch that one because that shot clock was about to wind down. That may be the only way you can slow him down. Still look like he's going to go was in. going in, yeah. Well, he's been shooting lately. I wouldn't be surprised. Eight minutes to go until halftime. Tigers by three in the ball. They've had a couple of four-point leads here in the first half, trying to end an eight-game losing streak in this building. 2013, the last time they've won here in Kearney. Here's Vitzdom blasting down the lane. Can't shoot it out to right. Nige pump fakes, floats in the lane, and it rattles in off the back iron. He just hung in the air, suspended there, and was able to put it in. 19-14, Fort A State by five. It's their big lead here today. It just seems like Fort A State is just playing methodical basketball, just slowly massaging that lead, getting a little bit more out. Ahead of the Lopers. Semitola with a batting, guarded three. That one's good over Hamicky. Wow. Parker batting with nine on three threes. His only three-point miss was the one he had to shoot to beat the shot clock. 19-17, four-day state. That was with Caleb in his face. Hamicky out near that midcourt circle. Plays it right side to Vitstam. Lopers in a man-to-man. Both teams have been manned the entire afternoon. Under seven to go in a game. Here's Hamakey out high. Trying to drive. Gets by Cook. Goes to the rim and kisses it off the left hand. He hit the deck. They don't call anything. And Caleb Hamakey with the second basket. All layups. Four-day state leads 21-17. 6.45 remaining. 
In their game against Pitt, they missed their first three, then hit 15 of their next 23s in that ball game. Unbelievable game against the Gorillas. Tigers get a missed shot on the other end, the rebound, and now they have it into the front court. They lead by four, a basket here. It's their big lead with six and a half to play. Vitzdem will launch a three. He knocked it in from the left wing. Jared Vitzdem has seven. Timeout called by Nebraska Kearney. The Tigers are up by seven. 24, 24-17, 6-21 to go in the game, in the first half, I should say. We will take a break. We're back on for this one-minute timeout of the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. First half of this afternoon brought to you by Budweiser, the great American lager. Enjoy an ice-cold Bud today, but drink responsibly. Tigers have opened up a seven-point lead. It is their largest of the ball game. There's 6-12 remaining here in the first half. Forte stayed up 24-17 after the Vitstam three. Here's Semitol out high off a screen, goes down the lane. Tough shot over Vitstam, no good. Rebound tipped up once, twice, and grabbed out of there by Forte State. It was pulled out of there by Peters. Here come the Tigers off the screen. It's Hamaki. Right wing Nanabu. Back up top to Hamaki. Hamaki down the lane to the rim. Flips it up. No good, but he's going to draw a foul. That's six fouls on Carney now and two free throws for Caleb Hamaki doing a good job of getting it to the rim. They're denying threes for Caleb, but because of that, he's able to drive and now get free throws. He has four. And on those six fouls, Tigers are shooting three, uh, shooting free throws on half of them on three. But it's the difference in the style of the game. Nebraska Kearney's chucking threes. 23 shot attempts in the game. 12 of them are three-pointers. Tigers have shot 16 times, just three three-point attempts. Nanabu comes out. Quentin Rock is in. The free throw from Hamakey is good. And Forte State now has their biggest lead. It's up to eight. And Hamakey can make it nine. It spins around and misses. But what do we have? A foul on the rebound on Vitstam. That'll be his second. Well, that's two on Jared. Team foul number four. So not a lot of contact. It's twice now. It's been the same official, David Duggan, who's called those little push-offs in the lane. So apparently got too aggressive going for the rebound. Lopers have it. Tigers up by eight. 5.35 to go here in the first half. Here's Murphy on the left wing. On the side to Simmental. Drives around Rock. Hamaki tries to come in, and he draws the charge. Caleb Hamaki draws the offensive foul on David Simmental. That'll be the second on Simmental. Team foul number seven, and turnover number three on Nebraska Kearney. There's no better or higher praise of help defense than helping and taking a charge. That was a heck of a play by Caleb. And now the Tigers a chance to build their first double-figure lead with 5.20 to go in the game. We're here in the first half. Here's a pass in low to Peters. He's trying to post up Nebaker, spins, shoots, and he got it to go. Boy, Gilbert Peters showing great patience, collecting himself, and then shooting. It's a 10-point game, and now Hamaki knocks the ball out of bounds, and Peachel's going to return for Fort A. State. Gilbert Peters, boy, he's been good today. He's got six off the bench. And another reason that he's able to do that in this particular game is that Carney is sending no help to their bigs. When Vistam's gotten it inside, Janssen, and Peters, there's no help coming from a perimeter. Next dead ball will be immediate timeout. That last full timeout was not a media break. Tigers have it, or Lopers have it, down by 10. That time, Nebaker dribbles around Peters, kicks it over to batting, dribbles, shoots a three, and he hit another one. Man, what a shooter. He has a dozen. 
27 to 20. I mean, those shots are pure. A little pump fake. He got Hamicky to blow by him, and then he buried it. 27-20, Fort Hay State. Wright brings it across, bounces it out high to Hamicky wearing gold and black shoes. Picked up by Batting, lobs it up top to Peachel, hands it back to Caleb Blast down the lane and a layup. But that was almost too easy for Fort Hay State. Nobody there to help. Seven for Hamicky, 29-20, Fort Hay State. Well, there's no help defense at all for this Carney team, anywhere. Here's Murphy driving, mid lane jumper, and he knocked it in over Peters. Sean Murphy has five. 27-29-22, Fort A State by seven. Coach Kevin Lofton in his seventh year telling his team to get a stop. He is eight and five against the Tigers. Here's Rock Top of the key, picks up his dribble, finds Hamaki left perimeter. 12 on the shot clock. Lob over the top. Peters catches. He'll lay it in. Gilbert Peters with eight. His season high is nine. 31-22. Tigers back up by nine with 3.40 to go. Well, that's realizing the mismatch. He had Simmental, maybe the shortest player on the floor for Nebraska Kearney. Sean Murphy out high, guarded by Peters. Gets a screen. Now Nebaker gets it up front. That's a tough matchup for Gilbert. They'll dump it here near wing to Murphy. Pump fakes a three. Now to Nebaker. Turns down a three. Out to Evans for a guarded three that goes in. Man, Caleb Hammock, he just looks to the bench. What do you do? 31-25. They can get on a roll. Lopers have hit six threes. All but two of their main baskets in this game have been from beyond the arc. It's basically two-pointers versus three-pointers yeah. at this point. And it's 31-25. They've cut it to six. 3.05 to go. Now Hamicky launches a three, and he knocked that one in over batting. Caleb Hamicky says, take that. He has 10. 34-25, four-day state. Tigers have made their last seven shots. They're getting it at the rim. That one was a perimeter three. Here's Murphy out high, driving, cut off by Peters. Plays it over to Simmental. Comes off a screen. Up top to Batting. Batting trying to drive. Moves inside the arc. Now far side to Murphy. Dribbles along the baseline. Ten-footer misses. Rebound tipped out by Rock. Pichel wasn't expecting it. It went off a of Pichel's shoulder, but into the hands of Gilbert Peters. 34-25. Tigers can build their biggest lead here with a basket. Hamicky right wing to Rock. To right. Now up top to Rock. 2.20 left in the first half. It's been a solid first half. Here's Peters at the foul line. Puts it on the floor. Stops on the right elbow. Hands it off to right or to Hamicky. Caleb blasting down the lane. He got fouled. That's eight on the Lopers and most of them on the Tigers driving to the rim. We'll have a timeout here with 2.09 to go. We've already taken a timeout for the media. Lopers called one earlier, used a full, so we'll keep it right here and use this opportunity to pause 10 seconds for our station identification. You're listening to Fort A State Basketball. 34-25, Tigers are up by nine. Let's get you some scores. 15 to go in Topeka. And in the first half, so they're uh, running a little bit later because the women's game went to overtime. And an interesting development. It's early, but Washburn has been playing better. They've got their full team for the first time. And now for about three weeks, and you're starting to show 14 to 5. They lead Central Oklahoma, who's in first place atop the MIAA. Lincoln and Missouri Western are tied at 27. How about Lincoln? They were up 19 with under five to go against Northwest in Jeff City in the first half. Bearcats cut it to nine at halftime, and then 
shot like 734% in the second half. I mean, they missed three shots the entire second half. Yeah. That was remarkable. And, and and it goes to show you what sometimes those great teams can just flip the switch. Yeah, and they did. Yeah, they were remarkable. 39-29, Missouri Western on top of Northeastern, their early second half down in Joplin. Northwest leads Central Missouri 42-21, early second half in Maryville. And Pitt and Rogers just underway. They're about to 9.20 to go in the first half. 13-12, the Gorillas lead Rogers State. And that's your scoreboard update brought to you by Mapes and Miller CPA, certified public accountants and business advisors, offices in Phillipsburg, Norton, Stockton, and Quinter. Caleb Hammock, he hits the free throw. He has 11 first half points and now 12 as he is Hits two in a row, and he's three of four, and it's 36-25. Four-day state by 11. This is their biggest lead of the ballgame thus far. Including those two free throws, they've hit nine consecutive shots. How about that? Here's the drive by Sevento. Gets cut off the Luger. Pass in the lane. Knocked away, and it's out of bounds. Off of Nebraska Kearney. Good defense there by Peschel, anticipating that cut across the lane, and it goes off of Sean Murphy's hands, and Forday State has it on the Lopers' fourth turnover. Well, the Tigers are making them do something besides shoot threes, and you can see how uncomfortable that makes the Lopers. Forday zoned by the Lopers. Yeah, Forday State up 11, a minute 45 left a uh, two three zone by Carney. here's rock plays it to post to Pichel found the open spot and he hammers it home from the free throw line Pichel with four what is that eight straight field goals now yep 38 25 tigers on a seven nothing run they're up by 13 their biggest lead Forte state playing some good basketball right now here's nebaker spins good d by Pichel, but they're going to call him for a foul Reached in on Nebaker, two free throws for Darian Nebaker out of West Jordan, Utah, the transfer from Snow Junior College in Utah. That's the first foul of the game on Peschel, Tigers fifth. Nebaker 86% from the line. First free throws of the game for Nebraska Kearney, but again, because of the amount of threes that they're taking, there's just not many opportunities to shoot them. As a team, they shoot them pretty well, 75%. That's fourth best, and that one's no good from their best free throw shooter, our second best, Semitol's 91%. So Nebaker misses the foul shot. It's been a rough half for him. He's 0 for 4 from the floor and then misses the free throw. Second free throw for the Snow Junior College transfer. Good. He averages 14 a game. That's his first point of the ball game with a minute 22 to go. He'll leave. Winston Cook is in. 38-26, Forday State. That ends a 7-0 run. Forday State had been on a 9-2 run. Extended a little bit further. Minute 15 left until halftime. Tigers, another good. I mean, they're shooting the ball well. It's amazing. They just struggled offensively since Christmas, but the last four games now, they've been really, really good. Hammock, he had the midcourt logo. Ten to shoot. Guarded by batting. He dribbles down to that lane, spins a floater from ten. It goes in. Caleb Hammock, with 14 points. He has only one three. 40 to 26. Biggest lead of the day for four-day state. 49 seconds to go until halftime. Lopers with it. Cook on the right wing. Up top to Luger. Guarded by Hamperian, who's in. Now to Evans on the right side, finds Murphy, takes a dribble inside the arc, lobs it in low to Luger, shoots it over Hamperian. It's no good. Rebound, Hammocky. Tigers have it. Game clock and shot clock, about a second, second and a half difference. So they can't take the final shot, but they can get awfully close. Well, the rebound, if it's taken, the shot's taken late enough, the rebound will eat up the, the balance of the game clock then. Hammocky wipes his shoes with his hands as he dribbles it out near midcourt. Ten to shoot. Hambicky right out of midcourt. 
Evans will be the defender. Now Caleb goes to work with five, with four, shoots from the elbow, almost banked it in, rebounded by Winston Cook. Winston throws it out to batting, and that'll be the end of the first half. One of the few shots the Tigers, Caleb Amakey, missed today. But Fort A. State has a 14-point lead going into the halftime locker room in a building they haven't won in since 2013. 40-26. Fort A. State with a lead over Nebraska Kearney. We're back with the Bacon Bay's halftime show after this time out of the Tiger Sports Network built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Need to remind you the second half or the first half was brought to you by Budweiser, the great American lager. You can enjoy an ice cold Bud, but drink responsibly. Ready to start the second half here this afternoon. Tigers will have the starting five. Pichel, Janschen, Vitstum, Wright, and Hamaki. Two fouls for Vitstum, the only Tiger with two. They only were called for five. Simitola Nebaker start the second half for Carney. They both had to. Carney was out with over seven and a half minutes on the clock and just shot the ball, getting ready for the second half. Now Nebaker leans in, and the Tigers nearly steal it. It'll be a jump ball to go to Fort A. State. It started with good defense by Vitzdom, arm straight up. Nebaker tried to spin around, and he spin right into Yanshin, who forces the tie-up. Turnover number five on UNK. And that could not have just squelched anything that Carney thought they were going to do in the second half more than that right there. Tigers by 14 had the basketball after the turnover. Now Wright nearly threw it away, and he does. He tried to bounce it out to Pichel. So back-to-back turnovers and squelches the Tigers' <laughs> chance to gain a little more momentum. Never mind. Now now we're right back where we started. <laughs> and, and we're ready and to go. the Lopers can go back to what they were doing. Kind of like the do over in the driveway. There's a screen out high for Evans. Kicks it on the far side, Simmental. He'll bounce it up top to Luger, who's guarded by Vitstum. Again, Jared with two first-half fouls. Now Evans off a screen to the elbow. Out to Luger, three-pointer, short. Rebound, Pichel took it away from Nebaker, then flips it up top to Janschen. Nebraska Kearney, we talked how well they've been shooting, and they've shot them well, 7-14 in the first half, missed their first one here in the second, and then Hamaki fouled as he drives in. He ends up on the deck and will get two free throws. How does, out of a half, the other team not pick up the leading scorer when he's bringing the ball down? It's not like it was a fast transition. I mean, nobody picked him up. Foul wild, is, man. <laughs> foul is on Luger. That will be his second. Free throw from Hamaki bounces out. Caleb. Not the only thing the Tigers yeah. haven't done well today. Now six for nine or five for nine from the free throw line. Caleb was three of four in the first half. Misses his first attempt in the second. Second one. That one's perfect. 15 for Hamaki today. He had 32 against Southern a year ago. He's had a 30-point game this year. 41-26. Jared had a big game against the Lopers couple of years back in a loss. Tigers had a big comeback but came up short. They haven't won in here since 13. Here's a three-pointer off the mark from Evans. Rebounded by Pichel. Rifles it out ahead to right. Nige to the front court up the right sideline. Stops up top to Vitstum. Jared looks to his right. Plays it up top to Hamaki. Caleb guarded by Sean Evans backs it out near the midcourt Loper logo. Gets a screen, dribbles to his left, over to Vitstum. 12 to shoot, Jared across the lane. Goes in low, got bumped, can't score, but is fouled. And again, Fort A. State attacking the rim and getting free throws. He'll get two more. The two shots taken in this half by Nebraska Kearney, three-pointers. Two shots for the Tigers right at the rim, and they've been fouled on both of them. Two free throws for Vitstum. Jared had seven in the first half. Shooting 72% from the line this year, and he knocks it in. Eight for Vitzdom, of course, 
one of three Tigers to score over 1,300 points and grab over 800 rebounds. Regi Klitschke next on that rebound list. Jared only has one board today, so he's six shy of tying Regi's mark. 42-26. Vitston will try to make it two for two at the line, and he does. It's wildly surprising that he has one rebound considering yeah. the 21 shots that Nebraska Kearney has missed. 16-point Tiger lead. 17-point Tiger lead, excuse me. 43-26. They've scored the only points out of the halftime locker room. Evans over to Murphy for a three-pointer. That's good. Over from the wing. Vitston a little late. Switching over there. Murphy's second three. Get 20% coming in. He's the one guy you might leave open, but he's knocked in a couple of them today. 43-29. Four-day stay by 14. Still a lot of basketball to go. Just over two minutes gone here in the second half. Here's Hambicky shaking and baking. Dribbles in from the right wing. A floater from the mid lane is good. They're taking the three away from Caleb. He's making him pay in the paint. And the Tigers lead 45-29. Yeah, they might want to rethink that. Let the Tigers shoot some threes. Here's a, oh, Murphy thought about a three. He pump fakes but doesn't shoot. Plays to Semental. Now to Evans. He'll dribble in right wing and bank it in. Sean Evans with his first basket of the half. 45-31. to 31. Fort A. State lead is 14. Mark Johnson telling his team to play some defense. Here's right driving. Kicks it in the corner. Janssen a three. Off the back rim. No good. But the rebound off the hands of the Lopers. Sean Evans and a break for the Tigers. B's been told to shoot a few more threes. He's three for ten now on the year. That is just the fifth three the Tigers have wow. attempted in this game. They'll inbound on the right baseline. Nige right gets it into Janssen over in the right corner. Takes a couple of dribbles and kicks it out to Hamaki on the side. 15 to shoot. Caleb gets a screen from Vitsdom. Flips it up top to Jared. He'll attack from the right wing. In the corner, Pichel fires up a three. He knocked it in. His second of the game. Actually, that's his first of the game. He missed one in the first half. He has seven now. 48-31 to 31 for A State. Pichel had that open three in the first half. That rimmed out, but he buries that one. Good find on the drive by Vitsdom. Four-day stay by 17, their biggest lead of the game. Here's a three-pointer that's off the rim and no good from Simmental. It goes out of bounds. Caleb Hamicky touched it last. He argues that it went off a loper, but it'll be Carney ball. Well, and, and I think Caleb's thing is I'm heading down the court to get the ball, and it went out to the side. I'm not sure how I'm the one that could put it out there. Simmental cut off by Vitsdom, plays it foul line to Murphy, misses on the free-throw jumper, and Jared Vitsdom has rebound number two. Here come the Tigers up by 17. Hammocky blast down the lane, flips it up with the left hand, and good. I didn't even know that he saw the rim. 19 for Caleb Hammocky. The Lopers have no answer for him. Tigers up by 19. Not even four minutes into the second half. Well, he may not have seen the rim, but the entire defense didn't see him again. Nebaker can't score over Vinstam. Good defense by JV, and it's rebounded by Janshin. Here come the Tigers. Nige right up the floor, gets a screen, dribbles at the top of the key. Over to Pichel on the right wing. He'll dribble, flip it in the corner to Janshin, turns down the three, starts to drive, goes between the legs, and finds Hamaki. Caleb on the left wing. 12 to shoot for the Tigers. There's a pump fake on a pass. Now B has it in the left corner. Dribbles along the baseline. Steps through the defender and lays it in. Biatna Janssen, 15 points, six boards on Monday. Gets his first points in this one. And Nebraska Kearney needs a timeout. Timeout Lopers. 15.36 to go. Fort A State by 21. 52 to 31. This will become a full timeout. We will take the break on the Tiger Sports Network built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction.
Michelob Ultra, but remember to drink responsibly. Tiger basketball also brought to you by Golden Bell Bank. Here to make every story shine brighter. It's the way they do banking, one story at a time. Check them out today at goldenbellbank.com. Tigers by 21, 15-25 to go in the ballgame. Here's Nebaker driving in left baseline, cut off by Janssen. Nebaker trying to squeeze, can't shoot it away. Plays it over to Matt Bryan in for the first time. The redshirt senior out of New Zealand. He hasn't played much here lately. Here's a three from Semitol right wing. It rims off no good. Brian had the rebound, then it's taken away by Janssen. So B rips the rebound away, and Fort A State has the ball up by 21. We've played five minutes here in the second half. Here's Hamaki, a screen from Vitzdom, and Vitzdom nearly knocked to the floor by Sean Murphy. And that'll get us to the under 15 immediate timeout with 14.57 to go in the ballgame. Fort A State 52, Nebraska Kearney 31. We're back. After this timeout of the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Go shop app, you get the full menu, plus check out their contactless delivery options. Call it in, get it to go, have it delivered. The taco shop can do it all. You've never had it so good. Tigers have it, 15 to shoot. Tigers are shooting better from the floor, 71% than the free throw line, 67%. How about that? They're 80% in the second half from the field. Here's Vistam inside, four to shoot, pump fake, shoots in traffic, can't score, tipped out by Janssen, but grabbed by Semental. The former CSU Pueblo product brings it up the floor. Has it between the legs, guarded by Hamaki. A lot of pounding with the ball on the floor. Tries to drive. Good defense. Caleb fights through a screen. Semitol cut off by Pichel. Now a corner three is missing by Bryan and rebounded by Janssen. Well, that was good half-court D by the Tigers. Tigers didn't score on this last possession, and there was a sarcastic round of applause from the Loper faithful. A lot of them left at halftime. Of course, a good crowd for the women's game. Here's Vitzdom from the foul line. It pinballs home. Jared Vitzdom with 11. He's trying to get his first ever win in Kearney. His team is up by 23 with 14 minutes to go. 54-31. Simitol up top, cut off by Hamaki. Dumps it over to Bading. He's guarded by Rock. Step back three over Quentin. He missed one. Rebound, Vitzdom. That's big news. Parker Bading's only missed three. Was at the shot clock off one foot in the first half. Here's Hamaki between the circles. Lopers into a 2-3 zone. Tigers shooting it well. Vitzdom from the left elbow doesn't shoot. Baseline Janssen. B tries to post up. Now to Vitzdom. He has it on the left wing with 12. Now up up to uh, Hamaki. Caleb trying to pierce the zone. Finds Rock for an open three. Spins off. Rebound Jared Vitzdom. Jared does not go back up with it. Plays it to Janssen. Can't shoot on the right baseline. Tries to shoot now. A turnaround. Rattles home. Beyonce Janssen with his second field goal. Both since halftime. 56-31, 56-31, Tigers on an 11-0 run. They're up 25. Here's a three, missing from Nebaker. Rebound, Hamaki. Two for 11 in the second half from the field for Nebraska Kearney. Caleb weaves his way through traffic, has it left baseline. Now to Rock in the corner. Quinton's going to bring it out high as he's picked up by Semental. Semental out of Pueblo. Quinton out of Aurora, Colorado. Here's Vitzdom. Give and go over the head of, of uh, Rock. That would have been a beautiful play. Tigers' fourth, first fourth turnover and a layup on the other end for Parker Bating. 14 for Bating, 56-33. That ends the Tigers' 11-0 run as Nanabu has the scores table. You know what Jared was thinking with the pass, oh, but yeah. Quinton did not. No. 
That was a good idea. Quinton was, well, Jared usually is going to shoot that shot. Here's a drive by Hammock. He cut off at the foul line, backs it back out, right side to Rock. Now up top to Vinston, plays it back to Q. Quinton drives. He got tripped, ball knocked free, saved by Janshin, however. Incidental contact, four to shoot. Hammock, he drives to the lane, a floater from 10. He knocked it in. Caleb never panicked. He has 21. That's his sixth 20-point game of the year, 58-33. Four-day stay by 25. How high he finishes in the postseason honors will be interesting. And he's kind of playing the form he had. He was for, oh, an offensive foul on Nebaker for a push-off. He was playing first-team level before Christmas, and then the four games after, he was playing at a no-team level, but he's kind of found his stroke once again. Tigers will bring a couple of new faces in, Jeff Hampirian and Elijah Nanabu. Well, how many people saw this coming? Mercy. 25 points. We're not to the under 10 timeout yet. Four days have lost eight in a row at the Health and Sports Center. Haven't won here since February 16th of 2013. They're just 7-22 and 22 all time of the Health and Sports Center. Here's a drive by Rock through traffic under the basket. Can't shoot. Flips it out to Hammocky. Caleb on the left wing. Little crossover move. A screen from Vinstam. Plays it baseline. Shot from Nanabu deflected. Hampirian tried to keep it alive, but it's grabbed by the Lopers. Sean Murphy. He'll play it ahead to Nebaker. Nebaker trying to drive across the lane. Up top to Evans for a three. That's good. That's actually Sean Murphy who has 11. That's his third three. He came into the game two, four for 20. 20 on the year, and he's knocked in three threes today, 58-36. Some days it's your day. Yeah. Sometimes it's not your team's day, but sometimes it's your day. He's two for four from three, his best shooting game of the year. Rock out high on the perimeter, rifles it to Nanabu, drives along the left baseline, up top Vitzdom, he'll launch a three, it goes off the back rim and rebounded by Nebaker for Carney. And Nebaker wants to run up the floor, drives on Hampirian, spins in the lane, and can't score to the jump hook. Good defense by Hampirian, and Nanabu there to rebound for the Tigers, who lead by 22 with 10.25 to play. Tigers' defense is ratcheted back up. Here's Hamakey near midcourt, flips it over to top to Vinstam, head of the circle. Jared plays it up top to Nanabu, working between the circles, guarded by Matt Bryan. Now on the left perimeter is Rock. Holds it high, now to Vinstam in the left corner. He's guarded by Murphy, shoots over the top of Sean Murphy, spins in and out. Good luck, but it wouldn't go. Here come the Lopers. David Simmental trying to force the tempo a little bit for Carney. Has it between the circles, pounds the ball on the floor, now to Murphy on the right wing. Play, oh, fakes a pass, doesn't go to, now he goes on the side to Bating. Bating drives on Rock, uses a screen, stops mid lane, shoots, and scores a two-pointer. Parker Bating was 16. He's been the bright spot for the Lopers. Well, they've trimmed five off that 25-point deficit, 58-38. Nine and a half to go here at the Health and Sports Center. Good crowd for the women's game, pretty good for the men's, but a lot of left. Here's Vitstam fouled out high by Murphy. And he got tangled up. That'll be the third on Murphy. Third of the half on the Lopers. We have a timeout with 9.23 to go in the game. Carney on a little 5-2 run. They've cut it to 20. Tigers 58, Lopers 38. Our second half brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Enjoy like a pro, but remember to drink responsibly. Back in a minute on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Four-day state basketball brought to you by BTI, your John Deere dealer. Locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, City, and Pratt. BTI, our family, in partnership with your family. 9.23 to go here at the Health and Sports Center. 58-38 Tigers 
as Nigel Wright returns and inbounds to Quentin Rock. Hampirian Wright, Rock, Bitstam, and Nanabu out there out of the timeout. Here's Rock on the right wing. Up top to Nigel, open three. That one misses. Rebound, Jeff Hampirian goes up, can't score. Fights for the board, tip doesn't go. Jeff looks, has it on the deck, it's loose, and it's a jump ball to the Lopers. But, boy, good effort there by Jeff Hampirian, who's frustrated he couldn't get one of those to go. Tigers have missed five consecutive shots now. Fort A. State held the Lopers to their worst shooting game in Hayes, 35%. They're shooting 32.5% today. They only scored 46 in that game. They've got 38 here with not under nine to play. Here's Simmental top of the key, guarded by Nigel Wright. Dribbles to his left, spins a floater in the lane. He got it. That was a tough shot. Simmental with seven. He averages 16 and a half. Lopers have scored seven in a row, 58 to 40. They're within 18. Still some time left. Tigers need to get back on track offensively, down to 62% for the game. Only 50% in the second half. Now they the were up to 75 earlier. The five shots they've taken here in the second, or they've missed a row here in the second half, they've all been good open shots. Here's Nanabu in the lane, had a knocked out of his hand. Tigers turn it over for the fifth time. Here come the Lopers. It's an 18-point game. Brian up the floor to Semental on the right wing. Comes off a screen to the foul line. On the left side, Nebaker back to Semental. A screen, dribbles right top, plays to Murphy. Guarded three. He hit his third of the day. He's one away from matching the amount of threes he hit all year up to this point. 58-43. Nebraska Kearney on a 10-0 run. 7.57 to go. Now a bad pass. Great catch by Vitstam. Dumps it on the near wing. That is Rock who floats a jumper in from the left baseline. Quentin Rock's first points of the game. I was shielded by Coach Mark Johnson and official Ed Sugaro, but it's put in by Rock. Now a three misses. Rock hits the deck along with a loper. That was seven to one. What do we have? A foul on Quentin going through the screen. So Rock gets the foul. That's his first. That's the first foul of the second half on the Tigers. But again, we mentioned Carney has made zero effort to get near the rim. Everything's been on the perimeter today. Tigers had gone four minutes before that field goal by Quentin Rock. Carney shooting 42% from three. Normally, that's outstanding. But for them here lately, that's a bad day. They've been shooting over 50% for a while from perimeter. Here's baiting out high, guarded by Hamaki. Dumps it over to Simmental. Drives, shoots over right for the baseline. He knocked it in. David Simmental with nine. That's two difficult shots in a row by Simmental. Sometimes you tip your cap to yep. the other guy. There's, a, there's are, there are good players on the other team. 60 to 45. Tigers lead by 15 after leading by 25 not too long ago. Here's Pichel back in, has it on the left wing. He's guarded by Matt Bryan, plays it up top to Hamaki. Now to Jarrett on the right elbow. Guarded by Nebaker, trying to drive, bounces out beyond the arc. Now attacks, goes high lane. Ford is shoot, turn around, jump hook. He put it in. Jarrett Bitstam has 13 today. 62-45, 17-point lead, 6.45 to go here in Kearney. Semitone off a handoff, dribbles to the free throw line. Up top to Nebaker. Nebaker stops on the left wing. Up top, Semitone, who's guarded by right. Tags have been manned the entire day. Semitone drives down to Nebaker. Pump fakes a three. Kicks it up top to Murphy. Extra pass to Bryan for a three. That hammers home. And here come the Lopers. 62-48. They've cut it to 14. It was 25 not long ago. Nebraska Kearney on a big-time 15-6 run. They've made their last five shots and seven of their last eight. 
Well, they're a team that can get hot, and they are showing it right now. Hambicky has it between the circles. to Hamperian right wing, nearly knocked away in the court. Kept by right, plays to Bitston, back to Nigy. Three-pointer, he knocked it in. Batting or baiting was coming out at him, but Nigy buries it with his 10th point of the game. 65-48, stops some of that bleeding. Four days needed that. Here's a drive in low, and Simitol can't score, and Nigy right the rebound. Simitol finally missed. That was another tough shot, but of the two he hit, that was probably the easiest. 65-48. Four days state the ball in the lead. 5.34 to go. That clock's not going to tick quick enough. No, it will not. Here's right up high. Plays to Vichdom. He'll dribble in right lane. Shoots it off the glass, and he kisses it home. Jared Vichdom with 15 today. 67-48. Just like that, it's a 19-point game. Here's Brian on the side. Brings it up top to Nebaker. He'll dribble right of the lane. Now to Murphy. Can't shoot the three. Gives it up to Simitol. Back to Murphy. Dribbles to the left wing. Hands it off to Brian. He'll fire a deep three, and he buries it. The New Zealander with back-to-back threes. He has six, 67-51. I'm glad they were doing this when the Tigers were up by 25. Exactly. Hornets Day might be in a world of hurt otherwise. 4.48 to play, 67-51 Tigers. Hamaki at the midcourt logo, crosses to his right, now to his left, back to his right, spins down the lane, shoots it over Semental. It goes off the back rim and drops, and he is fouled. Chance for a three-point play for Caleb Hamaki, who got popped on the side of the head, and he's holding his right ear. Caleb Hamaki with 23 today, and we have a timeout. 4.40 to play. Tigers 69, Nebraska Kearney. 51. We'll be back in a minute on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Second half brought to you by Bud Light Seltzers. Dive in, taste buds, and enjoy a Bud Light Seltzer today. But remember to drink responsibly. Tiger basketball also prevented by GNL Tire and Automotive. Before you hit the road, stop by GNL and check out all their tires for all driving conditions and budgets as Hamaki misses the free throw. GNL Tire and Automotive on the bricks in downtown Hayes. 69-51 Tigers. Four and a half to go in a game. Here's Brian. Down low to Winston Cook trying to post up on Janssen. B, good defense. Jump hook missed everything. Rebounded by Quentin Rock. Boy, there's nobody down near the basket on those missed shots for Carney to rebound. I mean, it's... Well, they're all standing around the three-point line. That's a good point. Waiting for them to kick it out, and the Tigers stayed out of the paint. They never helped down. Lopers have shot 49 times today. 26 of them have been threes. Here's a three from Caleb Hamaki. That's going to be short for the Tigers, and a rebound's going to go out of bounds. Five on the shot clock. There's 3.57 left in the game, and Fort A. State leads by 18. Well, this little comeback for Nebraska Kearney was led by guys that typically aren't doing a majority of the scoring. You mentioned the Murphy kid. He's four for four. And I think he said he had four threes all year yeah. before today. Nick Houston, a senior transfer from Idaho State, in for the first time. He's got the ball out high for the Lopers. Over to Winston Cook, now to Brian, who's kind of been in the doghouse for them. He'll drive in, leans into Janssen. B's going to get called for the foul. That's his second foul of the day. That's only the second foul of the half on the Tigers. There's been a total of now eight fouls since halftime. But, again, the style of play kind of dictates that. Back in is Sean Evans. He'll inbound to the right baseline. Gets it into Brian, who's guarded by Pichel. 
Gabe trying to stop the drive. It goes baseline. Tigers double team. They'll work it on the side to Connolly and for the first time. Back out high to Cook and now to Bryan. The New Zealander drives on the Icelander. Janssen steps out from 18. It's no good. Rebound tipped around. Jared Vitstam grabs number five for the Tigers. He's two away from tying Richie Klitschke at number four on the all-time rebound list at Fort A. State. 3-13 remaining. Tigers up by 18. Here's Rock out near midcourt. He had some good help defense on that last mm-hmm. possession. Rock gets a screen, dribbles to his left, stops top of the key, now moves to his right, blasts down the lane, misses the layup, rebound by the Lopers, pulled out of there by Tom Connolly, flips it across to Mert to Evans. Evans now up top, finds Nick Houston, the Idaho State transfer. Top of the key, Winston Cook. Cook a couple of dribbles, far side to Houston. Now we get it up top to Evans, who's guarded by Hamakey. Little jab step, dumps it in the corner to Bryan. Shot clock at seven. Bryan trying to drive on right, kicks it up top to Connolly. Way off the mark, bangs off the backboard on a three. Rebound for a standard. That drive on right, it was driving on Rock. Right is not in there right now. This is Quentin Rock's best defensive game. Yeah. In the first half, he had to go guard baiting for quite a while after baiting had gone off. And that really changed the way the rest of this game was played. Quinton's played a little bit different role today than normal, and he's really done a good job. Uh, Travel by Hamakey as he took an extra step before a pass. Fort A. State has had six turnovers, four and a half, and Tigers going to clear the bench. Jackson Miller comes in. Hagen Hilgendorf from just up the road in Hastings. Also coming in is uh, Devin Walker for the Tigers. And Trajan Davis and a big round of applause for the Tiger fans behind the bench. And quite a few of them gave a high five to Jared Vitstam. It was not lost that Vitstam has never won in this building, and this is sixth try or in his six years as a Tiger. Of course, he had the redshirt year, but never won in this building, but he's going to do so today. 18-point lead, a minute 55 to play. Cook trying to drive on Walker, cuts him off, kicks it out to Houston. Too steep on a three and a rebound by... Quentin Rock, that's his fourth rebound. That's his season high. Career high is six. Plays it up top to Trajan Davis. Now to Hilgendorf. There's a lot of Tigers you're going to see on the floor more next year. Quentin Rock out of the side, trying to drive, attacks the rim, cut off, flips it up top to Walker. Walker attacks the high lane, spinner in the lane. It's off no good, but Hilgendorf there to follow it in. Hagen Hilgendorf with the stick back, 71-51. Fort A. State leads it with a minute 14 to go. Well, if there's one kid you wanted to make sure that scored in this one, it was Hagen Hilgendorf from being from Hastings. Cook. Spins in on Hilgendorf, shoots over the top of him and missed it, and it's rebounded by Devin Walker. Devin takes a couple of dribbles. They deny a pass to Rock. Now Quinton grabs it and brings it across. We're inside a minute to play, and the Tigers are up 20. Carney shooting 35% in this game. It's going to be right at their season low. A little bit above. Oh, a pass. Hilgendorf was playing to Walker, and Walker was cutting to the baseline, and the pass goes out of bounds. Seven turnovers for the Tigers. They've had, I think, three here in the last couple of minutes. They've done a pretty good job, both teams have, of handling the basketball. Here's Evans out high. Plays it on the side to Connolly. Back to Evans for a three that's good. His second of the game, he has eight. 71-54, 35 seconds to go. Rock takes the inbound. Guard in the backport by Sean Evans. There's about four seconds difference on the game and shot clock, but it's going to be a... 
A happy bus ride back to Hayes for the Tigers. are going to win their fourth in a row and end an eight-game losing streak here in the Health and Sports Center. Tigers haven't won in this building since February 16th of 2013 and just 7-22 and 22 all time here in Kearney. Here's a three from right. It's no good at the shot clock. There's four seconds left. It is not going to matter. The Lopers will inbound it. They'll bring it up the floor. And uh, they'll grab it now at midcourt. Evans is going to drive. Tigers will give him an uncontested layup. They won't care. That's the ball game, 71 to 56. The four-day state Tigers with a solid start to finish effort here this afternoon. They're on a four-game winning streak. They knock off the Lopers, 71-56. We will take a break. Our post-game show is next. This is the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Caleb, congratulations on the win. A, a really solid effort by the team throughout the entire 40 minutes. Yeah, very good. I mean, Coach told us we need to be ready. We've struggled here in the past couple of years. So Coach said, big game for us, our rivals. We need to be ready right from the tip. And we were and kind of continued through the whole 40. Sometimes it's hard to get used to those long rebounds off of the threes that they take and gave up a few offensive rebounds early. But that really settled down quick. Yeah, we, we know they're really good shooters. So we were way out on those threes. We knew they'd be taking them. And we got lucky they missed a couple early, but we ended up getting the offensive rebound, still making some. So coach just made the adjustment, told us not to run in, make sure we just put our body on our put our body on our guy, and kind of line up at the free throw line for us guards and make sure we can get those long ones. You seem to find your way to the rim a lot in this game. Yeah, it's it's pretty easy when Jared's popping off that screen. They're really focused on Jared, 100 percent of the time. So when you got a guy like Jared and you got shooters around you like Q, Gabe, Nigel, them. They got to stay out on them. That kind of opens up a lot in the middle. And then defensively, seemed like you guys just really locked down for for really the entire game. Yeah, I mean that's kind of been the staple this year for coach. Just saying, I mean, win games defensively. If our offense isn't clicking, we can rely on our defense. And if our offense is going good, then then we can be really good. So it all starts with that defense. This is very much the grind of the season because it's the middle part. There, the MIAA tournaments a ways off you. What did you learn from last year during this time that you can apply to this season? I think last year, like coach was talking to us earlier in this week. Last year, this is kind of the time we made our run, but we were we dug ourselves a little bit too big of a hole. So this year we know we kind of set ourselves up earlier in the year with a better record, winning earlier games. So now at this point, it matters even more. So we know we just got to keep fighting, take practice seriously every day, don't take any days off, and just keep pushing. It's been an odd schedule for the team because of not playing and then playing three games in five days and then a little break until playing in, in this game. It's been an odd schedule. Yeah, it's odd, but we'll take playing games over or not. I mean, <laughs> they're going to cancel them. We'll, just, we'll play whenever. We'll take games whenever we can. Congratulations on the win. Thank you very much. Fort A. State wins it today as they knock off the Lopers 71-56. to We're joined now by head coach Mark Johnson. Uh, congratulations. This is just a solid workmanlike effort, I thought, all day long for the opening tip. And uh, just kept gradually building that lead and just a great win here in this building, which has been tough to do for your guys. Yeah, it's kind of nice to get that uh, that win up here. It's It's been a while. Uh, yeah, I thought our guys were really good today. You know, uh, obviously Caleb stands out. I mean, his, you know, Caleb's speed and quickness against Carney gives him a lot of problems, and and he was you know he was uh, as good as you can be, and and Jared was his you know typical solid self. What do you have? Fifteen and uh, you know three probably didn't rebound up to what he does, and uh, you know Nigel was solid, and you know it's kind of a, a group of guys. You know, a good thing about our team, I, I thought Gilbert was great in the first half. You know, we were struggling to score, and and I didn't feel like we were doing a great job on the glass early in the game, offensive. Us giving up offensive rebounds, what's killed us. Um, 
And Gilbert was great. Without Gilbert, we don't have a 14-point lead. And then, you know, you get in the second half, you just kind of get in that groove. And there's a reason Nebuchadnezzar, who's – I forget what he's averaging, 15, 16 a game on the season. He doesn't get anything against us because B guards him. You know what I mean? And B, I thought, the second half, you know, made some nice offensive plays and then was re- rebounded great in the second half and just completely uh, shut them down. And like you said, when you end up – you come out at halftime, you got 14 points lead, you kick it up to 18 – you don't need any more offense. You need to keep getting stops, you know what I mean? And so I feel bad that Gilbert didn't get back in the game. But, I mean, that's the, the good thing about our team. I mean, everybody wants to play, but, you know, they understand the winning's the most important thing. And same thing with Gabe and Elijah. Uh, Gabe wasn't great in the first half at all, and Elijah was pretty good activity. And then that totally flipped. Elijah was fine. He didn't get enough opportunities, but Gabe was really good in the second half and stays out and, and, and all that. I thought Jeff gave us good minutes. Uh, you know, I don't think he scored, but he was really, again, when B was out, he was guarding Ebiker. He was big on the glass for us. And, and uh, overall, like you said, I think it was a great team effort. Nebaker averaged 14. Luger averages 12. They combined for one. And Simmental leads them at 16 and a half. He got nine. And his two shots he made in the second half were remarkable shots. I mean, they're big three. You guys were remarkable against, I thought, defensively. You know, I, I'm really proud of Nige. You know, I, when he was, you know, I don't think we would ever think Nige, and when he was here in his earlier years, would have thought he's our defensive stopper. But, you know, a lot of uh, just happy, for, you know, and respect him that he's coming in this year and really taking on that role that he takes the best perimeter player uh, guard every game. And he has just done a tremendous job uh, all season long with that. He just, you know, Nige's a, a two-footed jumper. You know, like Caleb's a one-footed jumper. So when guards get in the paint and try to make plays, it's hard. You know, Caleb doesn't – it's hard. You can't jump off two feet and contest a shot. You know what I mean? It's a one-foot. Caleb can't – Nige can get up there now and contest shots and make these guys have hard shots. So I'm really proud of him, what he's the role he's accepted with our team. And I thought Quentin did a nice job on number 12. 12, he had four made threes in the first half, and Quentin's just quick enough to get through those screens and, and get there and, and did a good job too. I thought it was one of his better defensive games. Had some good help uh, uh, as well, and uh, obviously uh, the defense was good again today. And, boy, you just you got to like the you know, this team just getting better. And we talked about it out of Christmas. You couldn't – I mean, you couldn't throw it in the ocean. I think you're shooting under – 60 per or, or scoring under 60 a game and now boy the last four it's kind of flipped you guys are finding some rhythm offensively and you're seeing the results of that yeah you know and what i like today is is our defense didn't drop you know i know we gave up too many threes but we, but that's we, we that's the only thing they could do and the two guys that made their threes were guys we weren't like trying yeah. to take away you know you gotta you can't go out there and stay out on five guys you know you have to have some semblance of team and help defense and 21 had four i think he was four of 20 on the year and number one i think those two combined for six of seven so uh overall i liked our defense with our offense our offense is getting better i still think guys like quentin and them are they're you know he's 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 fighting it you know what i mean he's got to get out of his own way there and uh, Elijah getting him in the mix, you know, I don't, he just gives us activity. And, and I agree. I, I think we're coming together. It's every game's different. Every you know, it doesn't matter if you don't come ready to play, you're going to get beat. And uh, today, I thought our guys really came committed to play. But and an eight-game losing streak in this building. And happy for Jared Vitz to be never won a game against Carney here in Carney, and he'll at least be able to close out his career with a victory in his final game in this building. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. He's accomplished a lot, and it was nice to, for him to accomplish this of beating uh, Carney, our, our rival here, and, and uh, going out a winner. All right, congratulations. Great job. Thanks, Rick. That's Mark Johnson, coach of the Tigers.
Tigers. They win it today over the Lopers, 71-56. Our chat with the head coach brought to you by the Fort A. State University Foundation. Support the Fort. Every gift matters in creating a stronger Fort Hayes State University.